Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to today's podcast. Today we are talking about how we have been brainwashed into believing this really toxic, unhelpful thing that leads to massive self-sabotage on a daily, weekly basis in most women. Interesting, hey? (laughs) So this is what we're looking at today. I'm talking about um, this kind of really subtle paradigm and way of thinking that I have seen in myself, obviously, and in the thousands of people that I've worked with that really gets in the way of them making the progress they want to make and seeing the results they want to make. And it often underpins these like self-sabotaging behaviors around food. And it just, it's something we don't tend to think about, but really impacts your health and how you treat your body and how you look after your body and your capacity to feel good. So this is a really, I think this is a really powerful episode. I know this isn't the usual like bloating and poop and hormones, but this really is like, if we think about all of that sort of stuff as like the fruit of the tree, this is really the roots. This is really like the, the, the real roots of it. Um, and it's really important. I've said really too many times. So I hope you find this helpful. Have a listen, take the action that I describe at the end. And if you have any questions, do let me know. But I feel like, yes, I love to share practical strategies with you about how you can sort out your gut and your energy and your bloating. But we also need to look at a layer behind that because a lot of the time you maybe know a strategy, an action to take, but you're not taking it. And the question is why? Why is that? And that is what we're looking at today. Okay. So this is a powerful one. I feel it in my gut and my bones because I feel everything in my gut. Did you know there's so many nerve endings in your gut, in your intestines? So it really is a second brain. FYI, interesting fact of the day. Um, But I hope you are doing well. little update um, from me is um, I'm excited to see lots of you signing up for the Beat the Bloat program. So if you are listening to this in real time on the 11th of March, I am kicking off the Beat the Bloat program, which is a seven day program for anyone who wants to create a happier and flatter belly and more energy and more balanced hormones. So this is a group program. It's live. We will get to hang out with each other. Sorry, I just tried to swallow a bit, but that didn't really work. Anyway, hashtag real life. <laughs> um, we will be, and there'll be live coaching, there's meal plan, there's recipes, there's some modules. And the most important thing is I've done this program before and people see incredible results and people have actually been asking me to do this for a while. And I regularly get people that did this like two years ago, because it's been a long time since I've run it, that are like still seeing the benefit and still say, oh, that was a total catalyst for me seeing these incredible results. So I really encourage you to join me, keziahall.com forward slash beat or just go to keziahall.com and you'll see it in the menu at the top. So that's keziahall.com forward slash beat to join up. It's insanely affordable. I've made this accessible for everybody. And you just need to pay a tiny amount of money just so that you show up and have skin in the game. Because I would much rather have people that actually want to be there. Whereas if it's free, sometimes people sign up and then never show up. And that always irritates me. So 
just a tiny bit of money, just so that you show up. The value of this program is hundreds and hundreds of pounds, and I am not charging you that. And I'd love, I'd just love to spend more time with you, get to know you a little bit more, find out about your health, find out how I could help you. It's going to be really fun. Um, other than that, I've just been wrapping up some programs with clients. And honestly, I've had a couple of clients this week where I felt a bit ugh, emotional at the end, um, where I'm just like, wow, <laughs> I know this stuff works, but it's, I never, the gratitude uh, never um, disappears, if that makes sense. I'm just like, wow, like I'm just thinking of one client, I'm just feeling so good. And we have a couple of sessions left and I was like, is there anything specifically you want to work on? And she's like, no, like I'm feeling amazing. Like I never expected to feel this good. I was just kind of expecting improvement in my symptoms as opposed to them disappearing. You know, she was just hoping it would maybe ease a bit, but like they've just gone completely. And she's been working on this for a long time and not gotten anywhere. And um, was just like, no, I, literally everything, I'm feeling really good, which is so, it just encourages me. And I'm so grateful of the power of um, food and lifestyle medicine and investing in your health. And yeah, I just, that never, that never grows tired, uh, tired, that never grows old. That's, <laughs> that's the phrase. Um, and so that has been happening this week and also going through some different kind of lab tests. I had a lab, a hormone panel this week, and this is a, this is another reason why testing is so helpful and why I test with all my one-to-one private clients is that we had a client who was like, oh, I think there's maybe low progesterone. But anyway, their hormone panel came back not as I was expecting. There was like, the progesterone was a little bit low, but their estrogen was fine, but their testosterone was terrible, but their DHA was like so interesting. Testing, when you work with me in my one-to-one program, I will always include some private lab tests because you just save so much time and get so much insight and like accurate data on your unique body. Because the reason I think most people get frustrated and overwhelmed is that people, a lot of people that work with me are trying with their health. They're putting in the effort, they're proactive, they're intelligent, they're knowledgeable, but they're not doing the right thing for their body. And that is insanely frustrating, <laughs> but it's often based because that what they're tr- their strategy is not based on their on their unique body and what is actually happening on their unique data points. It's based on like generic, oh, if you want to improve your acne, this generically helps. As opposed to, oh, the reason you, Gemma, have acne is because of this specific hormone panel, this specific food intolerance, and this specific pathogenic bacteria in your gut. And that that is the biggest difference. It makes the world of difference. It really does. So anyway, so I've just been very grateful that I now have my office in the garden, have my little commute, which is like five steps. I can't hear my children out here. <laughs> There's no nappies or toys or um, muslins or, uh, you know, it's just, I'm so insanely grateful. So I have been spending a good amount of time this week just feeling very grateful also, it's been Shrove Tuesday here, so I've eaten so many pancakes this week. My little boy loves pancakes, so pancake day is potentially one of my favorite days of the year. And the girls, my twin girls last year, were born on pancake day, so I missed out. So there you go. If you ever think nutritionists don't eat pancakes, uh, we do. Well, this one does. <laughs> I had pancakes for breakfast, pancakes for dinner, pancakes for the next day. <laughs> anyway, I digress. 
Um, let's get on to this podcast. I do actually think, although I'm joking about pancakes, <laughs> this is a really powerful and important podcast that I want you to listen to and just reflect on and think about, okay? Sending you lots of love. If you are a long-term listener of this podcast, I'm guessing that you'd love to have more energy and a better belly, perhaps more balanced hormones, healthier, more glowy skin, more stable mood, better sleep, and for healthy eating to just feel a whole lot easier for all those lifestyle habits that I hop on about to just feel like a no-brainer. I'm guessing you would like some of that. If that's the case, then know that if you enjoy this podcast, Then when I'm working with my clients in my online nutritional clinic, these are the topics we go so deep into. And when we work together, or if we work together, you would get a completely personalized, data-driven, holistic plan that is going to help you to see some phenomenal results in a short amount of time. I use a holistic and functional medicine-based approach, looking at lifestyle medicine, nutritional science, and preventative medicine, using a functional medicine approach, another way of saying a whole person approach, that really helps you to see progress in a short amount of time. Honestly, the results my clients see blows my mind. every single week. And as of recording this, I do have space for new clients. So if you are sick and tired of going it alone, if you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, frustrated that all your proactive attempts have led to zero progress, if you're really confused because every time you Google something, you get told five different things. If you've tried supplements, dietary changes, some of the stuff I've talked about maybe on this podcast, but you're not seeing results, chances are you need a comprehensive, personalized plan. And honestly, when you get that, you make so much more progress in such a short period of time. So if you are interested at all in working with me, know I have some space for a couple of new clients. I do get fully booked up quite quickly, so I don't know how long this will be for. Go to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in a free Zoom call. These are free calls where we just have a really informal conversation. You don't have to commit to anything. It's a very chilled vibe and we can just chat through what's going on in your body, what lab tests we might run, what your program might look like, what you're struggling with, what I think could help. I'll answer any questions that you have and you just have the opportunity to find out more. If you are at all interested, I'd love to chat with you. It would be so, honestly, it would just be so lovely to chat with you. Um, then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free Zoom call so we can chat more about what your unique personalized program could look like and how you could be making incredible progress in just a couple of months. So it's keziahall.com forward slash book. I would love to chat to you. I know it's a bit weird booking to chat to some lady on the internet, but honestly, it will be a lot of fun. Okay. So pause this podcast, book in your call and let's chat soon. Lovely. So what is it that we have been brainwashed into believing? What I'm going to talk about today is, um, so just to set the context of this as a holistic nutritionist, nutritionist, (laughs) I've worked with a lot of people and um, from diverse lifestyles, backgrounds, health problems, these kinds of things. Mainly women do it with men as well, but it's mainly women, like 90% of the time. And so I have noticed patterns. Also, I am a mother and I have three children under three. And I have been diving into um, a lot of therapy and just looking at the beliefs and patterns that I have in my own brain 
um, around motherhood, around being a woman, around my body, around um, just dealing with some of the experiences that I've had in my life. And so it's from, I just want to share the context of this. This is where I have been noticing in myself, and please note that everything I shared today is something I 100% notice in, in me, but I also really see it when I talk and have worked with thousands of women, and it really holds us back. It's and it potentially is holding you back now from feeling the way that you want to feel. And it's this very unconscious um, brainwashing, programming, set of um, kind of a pattern, a habit of thoughts that we have been given, specifically in female bodies, about our bodies, about our health, that really gets in the way. Um, I was thinking about calling this podcast, um, instead of, um, we've, been brainwashed into believing this. I was thinking about calling this podcast, most people would pick a new iPhone or car. Um, because the idea is, is that we have been so brainwashed into believing that our bodies are so unimportant. They are only really needed for baby production or for some generally male's pleasure that spending money on a new iPhone or a car or a home or our kids is a wiser use of our money. And I feel so many things about this. I've noticed this pattern in myself. The idea that my body, my health is so unimportant. It's so low on the scale, on the on the list of things that are important. It's so um, it can be thrown away so easily. It's so not necessary and unimportant, unvalued, worthless. That, and it's only needed for a couple of things, make babies that kind of, you know, be used to keep somebody else happy. That like, why, why would you spend money on, on it? Like it makes far more sense to buy that new car or that iPhone or whatever the thing, the new awesome couch for your house. And it's, this is a pattern I've noticed a lot in myself, obviously, and in, in talking to clients as well. And, and, and I know this, you're like, well, what's this got to do with the gut and all these kind of things? But I'm really wanting to um, share this with you so that you can just be aware of some of the ways that you think are not, first of all, just be aware of how, you, how you're thinking and have a look at that, give you an invitation to just analyze that and see, does this fit in? Is this your experience? And also just to say like, just to highlight this area of difficulty, because a lot of women talk to me a lot of the time about self-sabotaging. And this is one of the reasons that we do it. So before we jump in, I want to say a couple of things. Number one, don't make yourself wrong about this. This is not about judgment or criticism. I want to talk about this. And to be honest, I felt a bit nervous about recording it because I feel so many feelings about it. And I, um, and yeah, and I want this mainly to be about awareness. This isn't about making yourself wrong or being like, oh, you're doing it wrong. You should do this. You should, should, should. No, just awareness so that you are aware of the choices you're making and the programming, the beliefs, the values that lead to those choices. I don't want to manipulate you into anything and it could be really easy. And the thing that I, I didn't want to record this because I didn't, you know, I do want to talk a bit about money and I didn't want it to be like, I'm going to talk to you about money so I can manipulate you to come and work with me. That, that is to be honest, why 
I was really resistant to recording this, but I honestly think this message, whether if you never work with me ever, never give me a penny, not even 10 pence, I really want to share this with you um, to help in other contexts of your health and well-being and life. Because this might be, you know, this might be holding you back from working with me, but it also might be holding you back from going and working with that therapist or with going um, and getting that private health treatment done, or it might be holding you back from going and getting couples therapy with your partner, or it might be holding you back from getting more support in with your dogs or with your childcare or in your job. It might be holding you back from so many things. So don't make yourself wrong. This is simply about awareness. And the second thing is, is know that this is something I'm talking about, but I've definitely been stuck in this for a long time. And even now I'm constantly unpicking in this new role of motherhood and all the, these kind of um, shoulds that I have in my brain of what kind of mother I should be and how I should invest my time and how I should be around for the kids and how I should martyr my body for the sake of my children, how I should, 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 should. I've been stuck in this for years. And a really great example of what I'm talking about is, so this is, um, 10, eight years ago, maybe. Um, I, uh, my health was slightly better, but I was still struggling with joint pain and fatigue. I think my hormones had gotten more regular, but were still painful. Um, and some, I don't think I was as bloated, but I was still struggling a bit with my gut and a couple of other health things, anxiety, panics, panicking, panic attacks, those kind of things. And, um, and so I'd seen some progress, but I was a bit stuck, to be honest. I'd done like the GAPS diet, which is quite a gut protocol for a while, hoping that would be this, the answer to all my problems. And it kind of helped a tiny bit, but not massively. And I was really confused and I felt like I ate really well. And anyway, but like this joint pain thing was new. I was struggling to open doors. I was really fatigued. I, um, there was just lots of things. I was like, huh, this doesn't make sense. Like I'm super healthy, like, but I'm not. <laughs> so that's the context at this time, about eight years ago. And at the time we decided, me and my partner, we wanted to go traveling. So we saved up, we took some sabbaticals from our jobs. We saved up, I don't know how much it cost us, multiple thousands, five, six thousands. And we were going um, around the world, multi-stop ticket. We went to Dubai first, then Thailand, Bali, Kuala Lumpur, Cambodia, Australia, uh, various place. I'm sure I've missed a country out, but we did a lot of traveling, which was awesome. It was something I always wanted to do. And then um, in coming back from this traveling, I was still struggling. I was hoping maybe some time off and sunshine would like miraculously fix everything, Um, but it didn't. And I um, was struggling still with my health. And so I thought, oh, maybe I should um, run some labs that I had read about. And I'd ran one lab up until this point uh, to test my cortisol. My cortisol levels were like crazy high. And I wasn't sure why, because I was like, I'm not that stressed, but my body is stressed, if that makes sense. Like emotionally, I don't feel stressed at all. But my lab results are showing that my cortisol is like three, t- like insanely high, like not good. Um, so I was like, well, this is confusing, but I didn't really know why my body was stressed because I didn't feel stressed. So I was like, oh, maybe it was wrong, whatever. Anyway, so I knew from all the research I'd done that actually I just needed to know what was happening in my body. And so I looked into working with a practitioner and ordering a bunch of lab tests. And all in all, the cost of this was going to be over a thousand pounds. And I felt so sick about doing this. 
because it felt so, uh, I felt so anxious. I felt really bad. I felt like, oh my goodness, I should, if I'm going to spend a thousand pounds, I should spend that on my, uh, on giving to charity or put it into the mortgage or um, like it was a really difficult decision to make. I felt physically sick about doing it. I wasn't sure. I didn't have it like lying around. <laughs> that makes sense. We did a lot of Airbnb at the time. So, or a little bit of Airbnb at the time. So my plan was to, um, and I was kind of in um, charge of that at the time. So my plan was to like ramp up our Airbnb hosting as a source of income to, to pay for that. Cause it, I didn't just have it sitting in, in the bank. Um, but I also knew I didn't feel that well. And I was like, what, 26. And I was like, this can't like, I, this can't be the net the rest of my life like this pain, this fatigue, this surely is not why I was put on this planet to feel like crap all the time. So I had these two things going on. And um, and in the end, I took the leap, did the lab tests, worked with this practitioner, best thing I ever did. Honestly, I saw more results in the following three or four months than I had done in the past like six years of working really hard. I saw more results with more ease without working as hard, like it was incredible. But I share this story with you because I I was so, in my case, it was not necessarily about cars and iPhones. In my case, it was traveling. I was so willing to spend more money traveling around the world. And hey, there's nothing wrong with traveling. I love traveling. It's something I value highly. Not that I've done it a lot the last three years because babies and COVID, but I really value experiencing different cultures, climates, landscapes, people. So it is a value of mine for sure. Traveling is brilliant. I do think it is a good investment, but I valued traveling more and investing money in that. I didn't really bat an eyelid about that at all. Of course, like, of course you would want to go traveling and see the world. Of course, that makes total sense. And of course I should feel like crap. Like I valued that so much more than my how I felt every single day, than my own pain levels, than my own ability to go to the toilet, than my own um, experience day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. I valued this trip that in you know my partner, my male partner approved of and thought it was a good investment more than investing in my health investing in my temple and my ability to enjoy that experience. And actually when we traveled, I was super anxious and it's a bit of a regret I have of mine of how anxious I was when we traveled. And it kind of, anyway, felt like it got ruined a little bit um, from that. Um, so that's just an example of, I have definitely been stuck in this for years. It's this idea that we just put our own feeling good, our own experience, our own body, our own physicality, our own bodies at the bottom of the pile. And then if we ever get an opportunity to invest in that, be it working with me, working with a therapist, working, going private for that operation you've been waiting for for ages, whatever it is. When we get given an opportunity to um, invest in it, we are terrified. We might feel sick. We feel bad. We feel guilty. We feel all these things because we have been brainwashed into thinking our bodies are not our own. They do not matter. And you like, why would you waste money on them? And the, the reason behind this, from what I can understand, I think that the history of women's bodies uh, is a complex and messy thing. 
and I'm no historian or whatever, but from, but I have a couple of thoughts on it that are not extensive, but those, these are my thoughts. So women's bodies have never really been their own. It, you know, it, it was not that long ago when it was totally legal to rape your wife because she was your property. Like, so of course you could have sex that's not consented to. Of course you could have sexual violence against your wife. She was yours. Her body was yours. It doesn't, you know, these things, you know, women have not been able to make their own choices for a really long time. We've also had messages that your body is dangerous, that your body, that a female body is just for making babies, just for being mum. It's just for having sex with, for somebody else's pleasure. And so like, if your body is not your own, why would you want to invest thousands in it? It'd just be like a massive waste of money. Like, why would you do that? It's not yours. It's not safe. It's for somebody else. You don't own it. You don't have a choice on it. That is kind of the history. Now, you might be sitting here being like, Kezia, don't be ridiculous. I'm totally, like, the context of where you're at today might, you know, might not have those things. But that is the history that we come from. And a lot of this brainwashing isn't, like, in the forefront of your brain like you imagine it would be like someone every day being like right repeat after me my body doesn't matter my health isn't important like it's not it's subtle this is a subtle thing that goes on and it, it took it's taken me a good couple of years to like unpick it and go oh right like this is going on so that's the first thought is that women's bodies haven't been their own we've been the property of um, other people, men, generally speaking, when um, the we would be owned and traded and used as commodities, our bodies, for somebody else. Now, there's nothing wrong with having babies or having sex and someone else getting pleasure from your body by any means, but your body is first your own. So it, your body is here to serve you first. It is here to provide for you first. It is here to give pleasure to you first. It is your body is here so that you, your soul, spirit, essence can survive and be alive on planet earth in this time. Your body is primarily your own. It does not belong to a male counterpart, a female counterpart, a government, a doctor, a healthcare practitioner. It doesn't belong to anybody else but yourself. But if, if we don't, if we've been confused with that message, it makes sense. You just wouldn't, like, if you think about it in another way, I, like, I wouldn't invest in a, like, uh, like, say a, a house renovation, beautiful house that I did not own. I'm not going to invest 20 grand in redoing the kitchen of the houses that I don't own. Like, why would I do that? And it's the same with your bodies. You, you're not going to want to invest time and energy thought into your body if you, it doesn't feel like you, if it's not valued, if it doesn't feel like you have total autonomy over it. So that's the first thought, not extensive thought. But the next one is that women historically, and we know through statistics and all these kind of things, women's body have women's bodies have experienced a lot of trauma and a lot of violence. Violence against women is um, something that still goes on in large proponents, large proponents in large amounts today. Um, and most women in some shape or form have experienced some sort of violence or assault against their body, maybe in a big way, maybe in a very small microaggression kind of way. Um, and so we are used to, and if I think about my own lineage and kind of history of like my mom and my grandma and my great grandma, like these kind of, things, I think about even just my, that little set of generations 
I know of various types of violence that has gone on against um, the women in my line. So that's kind of where I, I come from. It is normal for women's bodies to be treated badly, to be, um, to, for women's bodies to not be valued, to be objectified, to, um, again, not be their own, so used for someone else's will and whatever they want to do. But it's, it's, I can see how easy it is for me and for us to stay stuck in this pattern of treating our bodies badly and treating them poorly or just plain ignoring them because um, we, our bodies can just be a source of problems. Like if you even just think about like body weight and the dieting industry, Con- women are constantly told their bodies need to be thinner, better, younger, brighter, whiter, darker smoother, taller, shorter, thinner, curvier, like our bodies are a constant problem, constant problem in terms of how they look, never being good enough. And then, then there's like, you know, making babies, you, you know, women need to make babies or maybe you're having fertility issues. Are you worthwhile? Maybe you don't want to have kids. Like our bodies, we're so used to it, um, them just being treated poorly and a source of problems essentially. So again, why would you invest in in something like that? And that's kind of, that's by no means an extensive history. Those are just some of my thoughts um, that I felt like I wanted to share in this podcast. And and I do think it can be really helpful. I know you might be like, Kezia, what What has this got to do with my recurring thrush? (laughs) Or like, what has this got to do? But it's so I think it's really helpful to understand like these things will not be at the forefront of your mind. They're not at the forefront of my, my mind every day. I would say I'm um, a feminist. I make my own choices, quite independent, but I still see these playing a role very unconsciously, kind of just like in the background going round in my head that kind of makes it feel really difficult, has made it feel really difficult for me to let myself and give myself permission to really invest in my health. And essentially what I'm saying is invest in feeling really good just for my sake and to have, to take back that empowerment and ownership of my body and my health. And as I've done that, it's been so, so powerful. And I see that with clients as well. When people are coming to work with me, when they sign up, when they decide to invest in their health and pay the investment, they are essentially saying, yep, I am valuable. My body is valuable. It is more valuable to me than the next iPhone and the fancier car. It's more valuable to me than, um, you know, this thing or this thing. It's more valuable to me than that holiday in the Maldives. Not that any of those things are bad. I am all for nice cars, nice iPhones, and I really want to have a holiday in the Maldives, like in one of those, like, you know, you see in the magazines, like the island where you have your own private island, and then you have like a little boat, like, I am here for that, but I want to be going on that holiday in a body that is working really well, where my energy is really good, my hormones are really stable, my mental health is really happy, my gut is working awesome, so I can enjoy all the awesome foods and drink, I want to not have pain in my joints so I can do yoga on the beach and swim in the sea, you know, all those things. Okay. So just want to clarify, it's not that any of these things are wrong, but it's just really helpful to see. 
And in a way of making this practical, because this is often people talk to me about like self-sabotage, I always self-sabotage with ice cream. And really, yes, that might be happening, but really this is um, a bigger value or paradigm that's going on that's really could potentially be self-sabotaging you. The fact that everything else matters more than your body and how you feel, that everyone else matters more than your body and how you feel, that everything else is more important, more of a worthwhile investment, more worthy of your money than you, your body and how you feel every day. It's very... um, It's a very subtle message, but you do see it kind of over and over. A great example of this, if you look at the pharmaceutical industry, so drugs, if we look at issues around men's health, like let's say erectile dysfunction, there has been millions and millions and millions of pounds and dollars spent on drug interventions to support erectile dysfunction, which makes sense. I I have no problem with that. Now, if you were to look at lots of women struggle to orgasm, how much money do you think has been spent on researching pharmaceutical interventions to ensure women have amazing orgasms? Not much. (laughs) I can tell you that now. There has been some that that I did listen to a podcast where one woman did launch a drug to support this, which is awesome. That's only been the last couple of years. I can't remember any of the details on it, but certainly a fraction, like 1% probably of what has been spent on that because women's bodies, how women feel doesn't matter. It's a really clear example of that. How you feel in your matter, how you feel in your body doesn't matter as much as how a man feels in their body. So just like suck it up, doesn't matter if you can't orgasm, who cares? It's a, but it's, it's, oh my gosh, if a man, if a man can't, oh, oh, it's like, oh my goodness stop the ship we are gonna spend billions to figure this out but if women can't orgasm it's fine their bodies are just for making babies they don't need to feel good it's fine see see how prevalent it is and this is so this is just subtle it's like a little subtle like web like thread that goes through so many things and I over the years I have just been unpicking this in my own life over and over and over again and there's a whole new layer now that I am a mother because then there's this whole well a good mum always spends time with the children and why would you have children if you never spend time with them and a good mum would obviously spend more money blah, 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 all these things so it's really important that your self-sabotage potentially isn't like sugar or um like being stressed that it's maybe because you've kind of been brainwashed since birth to have very little value in your body, in how you feel, in your hormones. Like hormones, who cares? Just have a hysterectomy, whip it all out. Doesn't matter. You know, to value so little your energy. Oh, it's because your mum. That's why you have no energy. It's fine. Oh, it's because you're getting older. Oh, you know, or, oh, I'm really anxious. Oh, it's because you are menopausal. That's why. You know, so we have been brainwashed into thinking our bodies, I just have so little value. Like our bodies are really useful for making babies or like, you know, the act of making babies, essentially. You feeling good doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter like how you feel. And that's such BS <laughs> because I honestly believe, and I see this in my clients, 
as they work with me over several months, they start to get more energy. They start to feel better. They start to have that vitality that their skin's glowing. Like everyone around them benefits. Everyone around them benefits. They, um, their family benefits, their partners, their job, their income, all of these things, because they start to, oh, I have more energy. I feel good. I'm not bloated. I'm not as anxious. I'm not, you know, it's the, it's so beneficial to everybody around you when you feel as good as you can feel, when you feel as healthy as you can feel, when you value your body and your, and, and how, and your experience and your hormones and your digestion and your skin and your brain and your liver and your poop, and all of these, all of these things. And a really great way to look at this, if you're like, okay, well, this is a really like, okay, you're obviously very passionate about this, Kezia, but what does this mean? What what would I, what can I do about this? A really useful action is to, if you want to know what it is you value, how, go and have a look at your bank statement and your finances and just look at what are your biggest outgoings. Again, not with, this isn't about judgment or criticism. And this is not about me saying, you shouldn't spend that much money on that. No, this is... Your, how you spend your money is not the only way, but our way of showing you what you value. So look at all the things you spend money on. And there'll be like things like your home and food and bills and internet and petrol and maybe car repayments and maybe your phone contract and uh, subscriptions and whatever. Just have a look and look at like the top 10 things that spend the most money on. Again, without judgment, this isn't about like, you shouldn't be spending that much on your mortgage or rent. No, that's, that's not. Awareness. This is about awareness. And just look at where, what, if you just look at the numbers, if you were to just look at those numbers, what would you deduce? How valuable, sorry, would your, would, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this. If you look at this list, what does this list communicate to you about what you value? So it probably communicates to you that you value somewhere to live, accommodation. Great, makes total sense. It might communicate to you that you value um, having internet and a nice car and clothes. And like, just look, just break that down again. Don't make this wrong. Don't judge yourself. This is a curiosity exercise. And just see, okay, where does your body and your health and how you feel fit into that? Does it fit into that? Does it, does it even, does it even show up? That can be a really interesting way to just look at, okay, what actually is it that you value? Because in the, like no one would ever say that I value, no one is ever going to be like, oh, I care more about my car than I do about my body in their words. But I've, I've seen it with clients and people that are like, oh, well, no, because I don't, you know, I can't afford to work with you or this isn't just about working with me, but I can't afford to go have therapy or whatever. And then they're like, oh, but I've spent this on this like on a car or on a holiday. And it's not because you shouldn't spend money on cars on holidays. I'm so here for that. But it does communicate what you value more. And it's very odd if we communicate, let's just, I'm just using an example of a car. If we communicate a car, if sorry, if we um, value a car more than we value our 24-7 experience of our bodies day in, day out, day in, day out, then if we value that more, it'd be good, it'd be worth questioning why. Why would we, why would we, do we value 
this more than my body, which FYI, the body is the only way that you can exist on planet earth. It's the only way you can mother, be a friend, be a sister, be a partner, be a wife, love those around you, do the work you're here to do, create things, serve people. You can only do that with, by having a healthy, like by having a body, (laughs) essentially. So just want to share that with you. I know this is like, you normally talk about poop and bloating <laughs> but I also I've worked with so many people now and I'm I just see these patterns I see them in myself I see them in the conversations I have every week when we and there's so much superficial chat about self-sabotage but really I think self-sabotage goes so much deeper and it really comes down to this kind of brainwashing and, and this comes up a lot, you know, in my, um, in my private program with people over three to four months, you know, it is a financial investment. I charge more than people expect me to do because it is a radical act. And that's partly why people see incredible results is because that just simply by investing in their health, they completely change their value system. They just by saying, signing up to work with me, they're saying, I really value I'm investing in my health. I'm investing in my gut and how I feel and my mental health and my hormones. I'm investing in that. And that transaction can provide so much transformation because it's you, you rearrange that value system that we've kind of been brainwashed with. You kind of undo a little bit of that brainwashing. So I know this is a little bit different, but I hope this is helpful because sometimes we can just feel like, why is this terrifying? Why is it so scary to pay that 70 pounds for a therapy session every week, every two weeks? And I, I've had a, a lot of therapy over the last years. And I've had that thought so many times. It'd be like, it was such a waste of money. Oh my goodness. I, I don't even want to go. Therapy's not very fun, which it isn't, FYI. This is not enjoyable. Why do I want to pay for it? Oh my goodness. Oh, I should, I should re I should really be spending this on paying off that debt or on the kids or um oh, like they need some new clothes or like, oh, I should save up for their birthday party or should go into the mortgage or it should really go to that charity because that cause is so close to my heart, like all of these things. But there's often a reason for, for that fear and for the scariness. And it's kind of because we've this very subtle brainwashing that's gone on where essentially we kind of unintentionally believe that our bodies don't matter. They're worthless. They're for other people. How we feel doesn't matter. Our bodies are just like, who cares? Run them into the ground. But I just want to point out that your body is amazing, that it is yours. No matter what has happened to it or how people have treated it in the past, your body is yours and you get to feel good in your body. Whilst it is very common to have terrible mental health, terrible gut, terrible hormones, terrible skin, a terrible relationship with food, while that is really common, it doesn't need, it's not normal. It's not the way that your cells and your body was created. You were created to feel good. And that doesn't mean everything's perfect all the time. There's mysteries and there's things we can't control. So I hope this is helpful. I hope you hear my heart on this. I just, I really just want you to, to just stop kind of blaming yourself and martyring yourself and 
sabotaging yourself in the truest sense of the word. And the more that I've worked with clients in a really close, intensive way, the more I realize this whole self-sabotage thing isn't like ice cream and comfort eating. It's brainwashing. (laughs) It's this brainwashing that we don't matter. Our bodies don't matter. Our bodies, you know, they call, our bodies cause so much problems. Why invest in them? Our bodies have been such a source of disappointment, such a source of heartache, such a source of sadness, such a source of anguish, such a source of must be better. It must be thinner. Like, why would I bother? Like, I just, it's just easier to like totally disengage and disassociate from it. Why would I invest in it? But as I have been investing in my body more and more, investing in my mind more and more over the years, after I took that step of spending that kind of what, thousand, I can't remember exactly how much, over a thousand pounds in those first lab tests that I did, I honestly haven't looked back and I've been kept, keep on unpicking this and it's, it is really incredible. Okay, so your action is have a look at your finances, look at what what do they tell you that you value, and just see where does your body and your health and your well being and this temple, this reason that you exist on planet Earth, where does that fit into it? And just be aware. Don't judge it. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't beat yourself up. Okay, and if you are interested in working with me, then you can book a call, a freezing call with me, and we can chat through what's happening. If that is something you feel called to, if that feels right then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. That's keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free Zoom call. I'd love to chat with you. I do have space for new clients just now. Um, And if it's the right fit, I would, I know, I am so confident that I can help you feel better. So confident. And if I'm not confident, that's what I figure out on the Zoom call, then I won't work with you. But I've worked with so many people. They see incredible results. I know I can help you feel good. If that, if you're ready for that, if it's the right time, I believe that the right people come to me at the right time. So no pressure, but I would love to work with you. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to have a body that's really working for you in every sense of the word. Okay. Sending you lots of love. Speak to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like the show, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you are interested in work together and you want to chat it through, you want to find out what lab tests might work for you, what it might look like, head to keziahall.com forward slash book. So K-E-Z-I-A-H-A-L-L.com forward slash B-O-O-K, keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your free Zoom call with me. We'll just chat through what's going on in your health, what you what lab tests might work, what your program might look like. And it's a really informal, chilled chat then to, to chat about it all. You know what I mean? <laughs> It basically is like a podcast, but where you get to talk back and I get to listen. It's like a conversation. Instead of you just listening to me, it's totally chilled. There's no obligation to work with me and I would love to speak with you. So keziahall.com forward slash book. Otherwise, I will see you next week for another podcast episode.